This is Seven Sports. Good evening and welcome to Seven Sport Wednesday Night Live. Brimscombe and Frupp versus Royal Whitton Bassett in the Hellenic Premier here at the Meadow. Just had a minute silence for former committee members over the last couple of days, so our condolences with the, all the family. But players are out on the pitch, we left it as late as possible just to uh, make sure of the pre match ceremonies were carried out. Rain just started to fall here at the meadow as well, and I haven't bought a coat. So, thankfully, in the next 90 minutes, I'm going to be sat right here to enjoy some Hellenic Premier action as we're underway at the meadow. Worm Bassett kicked us off, kicking from right to left as we look in this first 45 minutes in that all red strip. As ever, I'm Ryan Butler, and this evening I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by former Long Levens man. Well, still Long Levens man, doesn't play as much anymore, Luke Kavanagh, who joined us on the mic years ago for this very fixture. Good evening, Luke, mate, how are you? Yeah, good evening, Ryan. Pleasure to be here. Uh, not many better places than sat here on a warm Wednesday evening watching football at the Meadow. And uh, yeah, coming up to the four-year anniversary, 14th of October 2017, we saw this, a 3-0 win for Brimscombe on that afternoon. Uh, let's hope for the same tonight. We'll run through the teams in just a second. There's a ball's intercepted by John T. Welsh, just outside of his own penalty area. He's given it away and now Bassett looks to bring it forward before being played back. Just past over the halfway line to Adam Corcoran. Let's now switch this left-hand side. Touch is a poor one. It's allowed a challenge to come in from Ollie Barnes. Barnes, who's uh, started the season quite well for Brimscombe Frupp, still trying to work it, and he's one possession on the halfway line. Barnes flies forward, looking to cut in onto his right foot. He's got options to the left-hand side if he looks. Instead, he switches it to his right foot, and the challenge comes in. Ollie Pitt was over on the far side in acres of space. Pitt now has it on the left-hand side of the box, cutting in on his right foot, drills across in deflected and cleared by the first man. Which cycled over on that far side by Selman and played forward, played long up over the halfway line. Ricochet off Alan Griffin out of play for a Brimscombe front throw-in. And we run through the teams. Brimscombe line follows Gav Jones, who's here, um, I believe, on a short-term deal from Fairford Town. He started the season at Fairford, played in the Seven Sports Shield for Fairford. Um, Sam Folks, Ben Baxter, Dean Turner, obviously summer signing from Slimbridge. Ben Snook at centre-half with Jack Bartman. Kyle Pitts is on the bench. Um, instead, Ollie Barnes on the right-hand side. Johnny Welsh in the middle. And front three, it looks like it's going to be with Jack Smith, Harley Price and Ollie Pitts. Substitutes today for Brimscombe for up. Jay Underwood, Kyle Pitts, Luke Brunston, Dave Woodfield and Adam Thomas. Substitute keeper if needed. Uh, Bassett, they line up as follows. Uh, Eddie Kavanagh, McCauley Dobson, Scott Chilcott, Kai Robinson, Adam Corcoran, Dave Bampton, Tom Moore, Will Davidson, Alan Griffin, Tommy Aldridge, former Simon Chester man, of course, as a free kick bounces all the way through to Kavanagh. And also Salmon on the right-hand side on his number 11. And the substitutes for Bassett are Michael Miller, Gio Verona, who we tend to see every year at the moment for Bassett or Wantage or whoever. Um, Kadeen McIntosh, uh, can't even read my own writing. Uh, Kadeen McIntosh, Bailey Gallagher and Mac, Mac Bowman. Both sides just starting to feel their way into this one, and obviously, you know, Luke, you've uh, done a bit of your, your pre-match, you know, history and then research into the game. And Brimscombe for up tend to have a good record in this fixture. 
Yeah, they've got a pretty good record here in general, I think. Um, Ryan, they don't tend to lose many games at home. Um, obviously, throughout the last few years, they've done well in the Atlantic Prem. Um, so, and I think it's obviously based on their home form. It's a midweek game, isn't it? Um, from what I can see, I haven't seen a Wharton Bassett victory here at the Meadow yet. So they've got their they've got their work cut out, but they've started well. Um, they've had the majority of the possession uh, tonight. Um, they are obviously that one place ahead in the uh, the season so far as well. Um, so I think they'll think definitely they can get something here tonight. Um, and it looks as though Brimscombe are kind of just absorbing pressure. They had a really good chance just a minute ago to get Ollie Pitts down on the, uh, the left-hand side, which just maybe kind of held onto the ball for too long. Um, but yeah, it should, um, I think it should be quite a tight game, and I think it's all going to be on that final third, who, 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 sort of, um, who has the best quality in, in that area of the pitch. Well, as you say, Dean Turner just sliced the ball over to our left-hand side, pretty over-hit. It was a good opportunity again to get the ball left here to Ollie Pitt there. It was swandered by Brimscombe and Frapp. But if you haven't been following the Hellenic Premier so far this season, this fixture is second versus third, well, third versus second. So Brimscombe, if they win today, they were going to be in league action at the weekend because everyone else is in the Vars. Brimscombe obviously last year had a great Vars run. So we've got a buy into, I think it's the first round, uh, maybe even the second round. So they're not in Vars action for a while. They're away at Westfields on Saturday. Westfields, who haven't started the season particularly well, you know, a win tonight and a potential win on Saturday and they close the gap to Cribs to two points. So it's an important fixture tonight for, for Brimscombe who, you know, probably still licking their wounds, Luke, a little bit from the 8-0 defeat in the FA Cup. They haven't had too many opportunities to put that right. Obviously, they did beat Fairford since. But they're still going to be licking. You know, it's going to be a, a, a big loss to take. I think so, yeah. We had the discussion, didn't we, before we came on there uh, about kind of not really sort of understanding how they've lost that game um, by the scoreline that they did. Um, but you know these, these things happen they do happen obviously um, from time to time I think they've just uh, they've got to get back into it and, and start again As Sam Folks gets across into the box out to John T. Welsh but too many numbers in red swarming over him Folks of course who scored two goals on the opening day of the season here against Long Levens um, some are signing for Brimscombe and Frupp seems to have settled in quite well tends to play right mid or right back and he's done a fantastic job there to get all the way back a good 10-15 yards into his own half before sliding in and winning possession and winning a throwing for his side. He's a pretty industrious player, to be honest. I'm impressed with the, what I've seen from him so far. I think the first five minutes or so, what I can get from the game is that um, Brimscombe are very much going to be playing on the counter here. They, they yep. seem to have a lot more mobility, um, especially pushing forward. Um, I just saw, obviously, a run there from uh, for Griffin up top for and Bassett and it didn't strike me as you know a very mobile so I think the fullbacks like we've just seen there can get forward um, and that's obviously um, that's going to give them more impetus going through the middle because if they can get decent crosses in then and commit numbers we almost saw John T. Welsh get on the end of one just then they'll, they'll certainly get good chances in around the 18-yard box One thing that'll be interesting to see um, as a shot comes in from distance a bit speculative from Tom Moore cutting in from the left-hand side on his right foot straight down the throat of Gav Jones really the key battle for me is almost a, a, a sort of handicap battle in the sense that you're looking at Brimscombe as a defensive unit against Alan Griffin now we know Alan Griffin here on uh, Seven Sport from his time at Sirencester Town as the ball comes in from Ollie Barnes into the box claimed by Eddie Kavanagh now you know for Sirencester Town Alan Griffin in that last season in particular scored 34 goals I think in that season um, the one where him and Ben Whitehead went absolutely goal crazy Tends to score his goal wherever he, wherever he goes. He scored a few goals already this season. You know, how as a centre half, Luke? You know, that was you know your job. How would you deal with a striker like that? Well, yeah, he's, as he strikes one from distance, Alan Griffin. 
comfortably yeah. wide in the end. But you're coming into a game against a decent side with a striker in form, prolific, scores over goes, he's a massive unit. How would you shape up against him, yeah, he's uh, 10 in 10, isn't he, so far for this year for Bassett? So he's obviously taken that goal scoring form with him. Um, I think it's just a case, it looks like they put Snook, didn't they, centre half, probably just to try and kind of marry up height for height. I think you're relying on your two fullbacks to stop crosses. Obviously, you know, he's, there's, there's, no, um, there's no secret in they will be looking to get crosses in the box to him to get on the end of it, and they're doing it naturally now. They're trying to go a bit longer so we can get flick ons. You, you, you just got to try and win your your fair share of area battles. Um, try not to let him win too many headers. I think if he wins one, wins two, and three so far, he gets a bit more confidence. Then players start to play off him. Um, I think if you can, yeah you get your fair share of headers against him, then you um, you generally tend to kind of start to get that sort of mental battle against players. But yeah, definitely going to be a fullback's job. Stop crosses coming into the box. Um, get nice and tight to him stop him getting a run on you and then you know hope that that's enough he's a big lad he obviously probably scores a lot with his head so it's, it's an interesting battle um, I think him and he tends to kind of alleviate himself uh, towards Snook at, uh, at centre half so we'll uh, we'll have to see how that pans out throughout the evening As Selman lays it in field and the ball out towards the near side skips away from Tommy Aldridge the pitch here at the Meadows just going to have that little bit of top moisture onto it the rain is starting to come down a little bit here so it's just going to be a little wetness on the top. The ball's going to skid off it like it did there. Aldridge, as we know, very well at Sirencester Town. I was surprised when he left Sirencester, to be honest, because I thought he was a handy player. He was surplus to requirements there. Um, so he'll know Alan Griffin's game better than probably most players out on that pitch. But Bassett, take a throw into the box to Griffin from the left-hand side, holding off his man before laying it to Aldridge with a strike, just drags it wide. But again, it's another half chance for, for Bassett there, where a bit of link-up, getting players in and around Alan Griffin. You know, obviously, we talked about it already, but is that the you know, key battle, or is there any key battles for you out there you can see? Yeah, I think it's typical to how you'd expect Bassett to play. Naturally, he's a good player, obviously, up there, so they'll look to try and work in and around him. This time, obviously, it was just into his uh, mid-drift, and he, he set quite well. It was a bit of a poor shot in the end, but you know, a decent build-up. Um, so yeah we talked about it already that's obviously a, a decent battle I think Brimscombe are always really busy in midfield so the three in midfield for Brimscombe I think if they can win that battle on it, you know, it, it looks as though they can do They look, do, like I said earlier they do look a bit more mobile than Bassett that's going to be another key battle because that will allow obviously them to get the ball forwards and, uh, and make more chances in the last, last final third for Brimscombe as a corner to Bassett's given for a challenge from folks on Selman on this near side a reminder at this point that if you do want to get in contact with us throughout the broadcast, you can at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, and also on email info at 7sport.co.uk. So corner to Wilton Bassett here in the early stages of the game. Ten minutes gone in this one, still nil-nil live on 7sport. Corner swinging from the left-hand side, header up, comes off a brimscombe head, out of play for another throw-in. Dean Turner was in there, as was Sam Folks. Folks is the man who I believe has won the header. And it looks like everyone for Brimscombe back, bar Harley Price, who's on the halfway line with the two centre-halves. And the rain's really thundering down now in, in Shroud. Corner, low one this time, all the way through. And there's a chance at the back post and a goal at the back post. Wurm Bassett take the lead. And the half volley at the back post corner, just all the way through the area. Just looking to see who scored it. Okay. 
I think it was the right back, Macaulay Dobson. It was there on the side foot into the back of the net. And Wilton Bassett have taken their lead, 1 0 to visitors. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, obviously, the first corner was really well defended. They attacked it really well and got the ball away. I think they tried to do it on the second one, and it just ran all the way across the box. It was a quite an easy finish in the end, really. Just had to control it, and it went, obviously, into the reef of the net. Um, unlucky from Brimscombe, a real good finish. Um, but, yeah, it's just, they missed the first one at the front post. It ran all the way through, and, yeah, it was a fairly routine finish at the end. So, um, good start from Bassett. They've had a lot of the ball. Um, they've they've broken them down early on, so um, yeah, first uh, first blood to Bassett. How important is it on a night like this, where the rain's just started to, to pour a little bit? You go one 0 down from a set piece, maybe a little bit soft. You know, how important now is the reaction for Brimscombe? Yeah, massively. Obviously, the conditions are against them now, aren't they? Because it's hammering down. But you know, it's it's just the fact that obviously everybody's been at work. It's a night game, isn't it? So you got to start well. And it's all about that start now. And obviously Bassett have had that. They've started well. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's all hands on deck now for, for Brimscombe. They've got to now start to up the game. They've got to start to ask questions of Bassett. Otherwise, you could find the game going away from them. So um, next 10 is a big one for Brimscombe. I know we're obviously we're probably only 15 minutes in, but the next 10 minutes is, um, yeah, is, is a big one now for Brimscombe to try and get themselves back in the game. Otherwise, they could have a long night in front of them. Well, as you can hear, the rain is really coming down here at the meadow. Brimscombe have a free kick wide on the left-hand side, and the golden opportunity here to try and get themselves back into the game. Ollie Pitt to swing it in. It's quite a high one towards the back post. Header comes down more than anything. Going to be kept alive and turned back in. Pitt arriving to try and keep it in at the back post, but the flag's gone up for offside. In fact, I think it may be a goal kick. Either or, it's going to be a Bassett ball. It was a good delivery from Pitt. That I just thought he missed obviously the majority of the players. It was about, I think it was uh, Griffin that won the header back in his own six-yard box. But it was a good ball, good area. But it just seems that a lot of the Brimscombe players ran into the front post, and there was one alone on the back post, and three or four Bassett players uh, effectively just got it away eventually. So maybe there's something that obviously more just in how they attack and um, and their organisation towards attacking corners and free kicks from that from that point of view. What you would say with a Sam Collier side is that they are going to be very well drilled especially defensively they're going to be incredibly drilled yeah, I think so I think they're going to be quite direct aren't they they're going to be you know, good at the basics getting it forwards um, editing and kicking at the back and I think it's obviously going to be down to the likes of Harley Price Ollie Pitt uh, what they got in the locker to try and unlock them a Smith on the edge of the box for Brimscombe so steps one way then the other before finding Barnes on the right hand side of the box Barnes back with a 1-2 with Welsh Barnes been forced out wide, but he goes past two players. Barnes into the area. Chance here. And it's all the way across the face of goal and out the other end. Ollie Barnes showing what he's capable of. Quarter of an hour gone, though. Still Brimscombe nil. Wurm Bassett won. Exactly what we were just saying, wasn't it? Obviously, what they've got in the locker. Ollie Barnes has done really well. A little bit of a trickery. Gets himself in. Decent knock. You're probably talking about a toenail away from being um, level there. Decent stuff in there from Brimscombe. Is there a slight criticism that no one's gambling in there? Yeah, I think so. I think that was a great ball. It looked like a Gascoigne moment, didn't it, from 96? Probably sort of really close. Um, not sure it was who slid in, but it probably was a toenail away from being one all, really. Um, he picked out the man that obviously he was supposed to, but yeah, like I said, it was um, small margins and um, decent from Brimscombe from that side. Mark that down, Luke. 15 minutes, one second. 
and the first cry of how long referee? <laughs> I think it was probably uh, down to how long he was taking to get the ball back <laughs> on the pitch, wasn't it? But if you're working Bassett, you started well. Yeah, Scored definitely. The early goal, yeah, a bit of pressure on the host. Hundred percent. You know, you're coming away, aren't you? You know, they're probably aware that they haven't won here for a while. Um, they've had some heavy, heavy defeats in the past, so no doubt that will be like start well. If we can get a goal, get ourselves on top, um, then you know we'll go from there. So that's exactly what you want. Sam Collar is obviously going to be. And a poor touch there. here allows Jack Smith in, oh, and he's equalised for Brunston. What a catastrophe for Wilton Bassett. What delight for Brimscombe and Frupp. Quite easy in the end for Jack Smith, who calmly just slightly past the keeper. Cavaners come flying out to try and get there. But a confident finish. It's a poor touch from defender on the edge of his own box. And out of nowhere, Brimscombe have levelled. And would you say that's exactly what they needed at this point? Commentator's curse, isn't it? We talked about him starting really well. I was literally mid-flow mid, um, mid well in the, the conversation. Mid-flow in the conversation about the, having a good first 15 minutes that they had. And it was a mix-up at the back, wasn't it? Um, he's pints really well. Good finish. Got themselves back in the game. Exactly what we said they need, obviously, to try and drag themselves back. Uh, and then we're back on even even um, even terms now, aren't we? So uh, yes, poised for poised for a good another fifteen twenty minutes. Let's see who can try and come back out the traps and um, take the onus again. Well, we had, we saw the the chance from Ollie Barnes flashing straight across the goal for Brimscombe, showing that you know they were capable of getting through this uh, back back line. They didn't expect to get a chance presented to him in the way they did. As the referee gets knocked over by Dean Turner, accidentally. Much to the joy of everybody here at the Meadow. Enjoy it when the referee falls over, don't we? <laughs> Seems like a good um, good atmosphere maker, doesn't it? We seem to be really packed now in this stand. Obviously, there was quite a few people around watching. There's probably about 100-odd here, of which they've now all kind of been sucked into this small stand that we got at Brimscombe. So... Um, yeah, we're, we're touch tight here at the minute. Ball comes loose in the centre of the pitch. Just bounces off the shoulder of John T. Welsh before falling the way of Bassett over on the far side. Tommy Aldridge has the ball offloads to the far side and Dobson. What can he do? Looking for options in the middle. Doesn't really get opportunity to cross and is then sort of crowded out as cleared up the line towards Smith. Flicks it on towards the right-hand side. It's a bit of running for Ollie Barnes to do and it's played clear by Chilcott to Selman goes through a diagonal just skipped away slightly in fact it was more over to Selman sorry that's now with Dobson over on that far side goes through a diagonal up towards Alan Griffin comes away from him and Bartman slides in up towards Ollie Barnes who just gets ahead of, of his counterpart but ricochets away and Dean Turner has to swivel about midway into the Brimscombe half it's all the way back to Gav Jones <coughs> His ball forward goes up to the halfway line. Harley Price goes down under the challenge. Referee gives the free kick. Bassett thinks it's a little bit soft, but referee was right there. You've got to trust his, uh, his eyesight and his, his opinion there. Sam Collier over on the far side, just trying to G his side up. You know, started well, going the goal up, and then you know, a mistake just causing the, the goal for Brimscombe, the leveller. But you'd say up until then, you know, we were talking about how well they'd started the game. So it's all again about reaction, how they react to, to letting in the goal. But here on Seven Sports, 1-1 in this crucial Hellenic League clash. Looks like the rain's just started to slow and slowly stop it. Brooms can have a free kick on the halfway line. It's laid to this right-hand side. A bit heavy for folks, but he's managed to get there. Down to Barnes, lets it run across him, runs into the defender. That's up the line. Free kick given for a challenge on 
chill cards. He played it. And Bassett will have a bit of relief there with a free kick midway into their own half. Still 1-1. Good little spell from Bassett there. It's um, quite an easy thing to say that once you've conceded, you've started well, you've conceded, obviously, and then the next sort of five or ten minutes goes to um, goes to the dogs, really. But they've kept the ball quite well. Um, and obviously, we've pretty much gone back to where we started, really, haven't we? Bassett, obviously, controlling possession, and Brimscombe looking to hit on the counter-attack. So, you know, again... It's the, the the next goal obviously is um is is a crucial one regarding then who can take the impetus going forward. Griffin gets the ball from Moore and he plays it back infield to Bampton. Bampton on the halfway line gets it back before knocking it out to Selman on the far side, back into Bampton again. Seeing a lot of the ball in the centre of the park is Bampton, but he gives it away to Brimscombe, who now looks to fly forward with quick one twos, and it's now Harley Price. In the centre circle. Back to Jack Bartman. Ollie Pitt pulls away on the left-hand side for the diagonal, but it's instead to Sam Folks Down the line to Ollie Barnes. Neat play here from Brimscombe, the home side, after levelling the game. Johnny Welsh nips him with a touch out to Folks on the halfway line. In fact, it was Jack Bartman on the ball. <coughs> with the ball forward up the line, just to judge we've gone out of play. But up until then, it's quite neat from Brimscombe, quite tidy. What you would say... Luke in the first 20 minutes both sides they can try and play the bit yeah they are yeah it's a good pitch here isn't it obviously it's always a flat surface this time of year the rain obviously would have helped put a little bit of zip on the surface so they are trying to play um, and both both sides have done well for it really um, so credit to both sides they have they have got the ball down they have started knocking it about bit of head tennis and shoes just inside the brim from half and it's now with Baxter goes for a diagonal up towards Harley Price. Price flicks it on towards Jack Smith. Nod comes down though and it's hooked away. Griffin takes touch on the halfway line and it's put up into the sky. Sliced by Ben Snook. And will go out of play for a Bassett throw in midway into the Brimscombe half. Still 1 1. Just wonder how costly something like that would be. Obviously, it's a bit of a kind of, you know, an enforced error as such, but it has now given Bassett quite a good sort of territory to play in. If they score within the next couple of minutes, you can bring it back to that point and say, you know, could he have edited it clear or taken a touch? Because he wasn't under a huge amount of pressure. It's just allowed Bassett to have a bit more possession in the final third now. Obviously, they got a corner from it as well. Yeah, Dobson doing well on that far side. He started quite brightly, scored a goal from, from right back, and he's just won the corner there. Griffin managed to get the ball out of his feet right in front of us here and, and you know, switch it across to him. And, yeah, it all sort of stemmed from that slice clearance from Snook. But a corner over on the far side for Bassett, looking in search to regain their lead out towards the back post. Very deep corner, headed away. Uh, spread towards that far side. Harley Price coming back in with a header though, but it's one in midfield with Dobson again. Challenge from Harley Price. Free kick's been given because it's a challenge from behind, you'd imagine. Brimscombe not too happy with the decision, but Bassett have a free kick. Right of centre. Yeah, I think it's one as a player, isn't it? You're always going to complain about that because he's won the ball well. Um, but obviously, rule book referee, he's come from behind, hasn't he? So it's um, yeah, it's just an easy one for the ref there. But ultimately, it was a good t- challenge. But yeah, it's just not allowed really, isn't it, in the game? What you would want to do with players like Alan Griffin and his team is just allow free kicks to come into your box regularly. It's headed away out the near post, though. Poor touch from Moore. It's hooked clear only as far as Robinson. Goes for a diagonal towards this near side. Hooked forward. Should be dealt with 
and is just about up towards the halfway line the ball comes Harley Price chasing up against Chilcott again Chilcott leads it in field that's now with Corcoran out to his left hand side and Chilcott again seeing a bit of the ball is the left back goes for a sort of dink ball forward towards Selman header down and hook away by Folks up towards Ollie Barnes skips away from him slightly and a challenge comes in from Chilcott ball forwards then cuts out and Folks plays out the line both sides just giving it away here a little bit sloppy in possession from both sides Griffin holds the ball up and a little neat triangle between him Aldridge and Bampton it's now smart turn by Chilcott up against his man deep in the corner and it's hooked away off the batter man out of play for a Brimscombe throw more decent football isn't it more you know ones and two touches down here tight decent, spaces decent, yeah it was poor because it was nice and then they're giving the ball away yeah. but that's both sides but again it's both sides not being afraid to try and play some football yeah that's right yeah small areas though you think you could probably make the pitch a little bit bigger open out to the other side doesn't look like there's a huge amount of room. We've got Ollie Pitt for Brimscombe on the one side, so they could spread it a bit more and make a bit more use of the width a bit. Brimscombe not happy with the free kick that's been given away there. Ollie Barnes sort of, sort of knew he wasn't going to win the header, so he pulled out of it, and the referees have judged him to have bundled into his man. Brimscombe felt they would have been away, so pretty miffed that the decision went against them. Diagonal forward is headed all the way through to Gav Jones off a Brimscombe head came off Dean Turner and still 1-1 here at the Meadow early goal for Wooden Bassett it's followed up by an equaliser by Jack Smith it's now with Ollie Barnes who's looked lively on this right hand side looking for a shot come cross all the way to the back post away from Ollie Pitt that's out of play for a goal kick yeah, I can see what he was doing with that. It did look like the shot was on. Um, maybe he kind of just didn't fancy it because it was probably a bit more on if he would have shifted it to the left foot, but he's just overcooked it. Um, and then it didn't just, quite yeah, shoot, but didn't quite cross it yeah, either. It was a bit, yeah, it was a bit, bit of both really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and it's gone out for a goal kick. Reminder, as I said, if you want to tweet us throughout the broadcast, you can at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, and on the emails info at 7sport. .co.uk Reminder that on Saturday we are going to be at Long Levens again for Long Levens versus Fairford in the FA Vars Just loading up Twitter to have a quick look Tuffley Rovers are in action tonight um, They're against Count Town uh, Looks like the kickoff was delayed but we haven't had any tweets from what I can see to say that the match has now actually kicked off. So, a bit of an interesting one there. Looks like the Rovers kit was a bit late to arrive. Griffin to Aldridge. His ball forward is in search of Moore. Should be dealt with by Bartman and is. Off Moore out of play for a throw-in. A worry obviously if Griffin's down here, it seems to be there. Obviously, kind of major threat up front. Looks like it might just be a bit of a niggle, but he is holding on to his uh, his right quad, so we'll, uh, we'll have to see what, what comes of this. Yeah, the muscle injuries seem to be the ones that are the most innocuous at times. Yeah, I think it's the league, isn't it? You know, you start with 
you know, games on Saturday, games in the week as well. So it's you know, recovery is short. And that's, and that's before the FA Cup. Yeah, that's right. The yeah. you could argue obviously pitches are hard as well. Um, without obviously trying to play the obvious, you know, he's probably obviously in his late thirties as well. So it's, it's, that's going to go against him as well. And, you know, I imagine it's just nothing, but you've got to look after yourself at this level of football because um, the games come thick and fast. Well, the the for him coming off is that he's walking towards the bench. And it looks like a sub is getting ready. You know, if he was going to be staying on, he probably would have come to this near side. So potentially, yeah, it looks like he could be replaced. Here. Yeah, maybe. Um, it doesn't look like to be sort of too active on the bench, is it? I'm not seeing any kind of major hand gestures, but um, yeah, we'll see. I would just find it weird that he's going to walk sixty yards, maybe across to the. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and there is someone getting sort of taped up behind him. So I think, yeah, possibly. Yeah, it looks like he, he is going to be set, he is going to be changed. But we're approaching half yeah. an hour, Mark. It will be changed. Half an hour, Mark, here in the game, Luke. You know, if you were Brimscombe, what would you make of you know the game so far? And, and you know, is there any areas where you think they can improve? I think they'll be disappointed to have gone behind. Um, you know, like I said, you know they, they would have sort of probably um, over, over sort of overcooked that slightly in terms of falling behind and thinking that this is obviously going to be a little bit easier than it is. Um, but they've brought themselves back into the game for the sort of second 15, 20 minutes. Moving forward, I think they've got to try and get on the ball a lot more. Wharton Bassett, they seem to be controlling a bit more possession. So, you know, Brimson side, they've got to really try and assert themselves and get onto the ball, start moving it about, get it wide, because the two wide men for Brimscombe are pretty lively. I think they've got the beating of the both fullbacks for Bassett. Now, obviously, Bassett, I would probably say, have lost their main threat. Got to try and get a bit higher up the pitch. Um, and start dictating possession into the final third. Well, a bit of controversy here. Brims- Brimscombe not happy the decision has just been given over on the far side. Free kick to Bassett right on the sort of side of the box, really. Substitute Bailey Gallagher is the man that came on for Alan Griffin, and immediately he was straight into the action, was bundled over, and the referee sort of after a while gave the decision. The linesman didn't flag for anything, and now it seems that referee's going to speak to the linesman both sets of players getting involved and shouting all over the place be interesting to see what the referee gives here didn't see there was much in it didn't think there was much in it it was almost just like a sort of general foul that the referee didn't give and then did give not sure if the linesman flagged um, and gave it yeah it just looked like he took a while to give the decision and then now Brimscombe obviously well both sides really are surrounding the, the, the linesman and the referee to to complain, something's obviously gone wrong. Something's obviously gone on after the ball, which is why there's this big, um, big chat with from referee to linesman. Ben Snook is it? He's being called across. Well, from the reaction of the Bassett bench, they're not too happy. Whether. Snook has you know, done something off the ball, maybe? Yeah, it does look that way, doesn't it? I didn't see anything, obviously, myself, but maybe it does look like that. There's obviously been a bit of afters. Um, the ref's obviously given it based on that, and he's just given him a little bit of a stern talking to, and then um, we're back, obviously, with a Bassett free kick just outside the 18-yard box on the um, on the right-hand side. Well, Brimscombe weren't happy that the free kick was given in the first place, so if this does end up in the back of the net, they're going to be very upset with the decision. Well, Sam Collier was definitely upset that the referee didn't take it sort of action further against Snook. 
This is but where a nice driven sure. delivery would probably work quite well. They've obviously lost their biggest aerial threat, so they're looking to kind of try and be as committed as possible. So into that into that pocket. That's up off the Brimscombe well play for a corner. Nice anticlimax. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But if you just joined us, it's currently Brimscombe 1, one Bassett 1. Battle went 1 0 up through McCauley Dobson, and the leveller came from Jack Smith after a poor touch from Bassett defender on the edge of his own box. Corner taken short, scuffed into the box. Chance for Tommy Aldridge to take a strike low. Good save from Gav Jones low. Had to just get enough behind it. Bassett have also lost their talisman, Alan Griffin, to injury in the last few minutes. And Sam Folks is motoring over the halfway line, wins the challenge. Off the defender, out of play for a Brimscombe throw, and he's carried the ball from the edge of his own box all the way to midway into the Bassett half there. Yeah, nice positivity from there. Like I was saying, they've got to try and... That's what I think they've got to try and do to unlock Bassett. They've got to be nice and positive moving forward, commit men into higher areas, and then once they're there, they can obviously try and keep the ball. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're no mugs. They, they can keep the ball really well. And is that going to be a penalty? No. Well, Linesman's got his flag up. Linesman's got his flag up to potentially give Brimscombe a penalty here. Attendance in... Well, fan attendance here. Stephen Cleal turned around making a face to us here. Looks like it could be a penalty to Brimscombe. Sam Collier blowing his absolute lid in the dugout. It was just another poor touch from a Bassett defender. Harley Price has nipped in. Gone down under the challenge. Referee gave it a penalty. It's hard, to say, it's hard to say from here how much contact was made. It did look like a penalty from here, but it's one of those where enough experience, which obviously Harley's got, he's seen a little dangled leg and he's gone over on it and he's given the referee a decision to make. The referee initially said no, Lino's given it. But a chance from the spot for Brimscombe. Into the bottom corner, Ollie Pitt crashed it in there, runs off, slides on his knees. And Brimscombe have turned it around, lead by two goals to one. You've got to say, if you're Sam Collier, Luke, you're saying those two goals are very avoidable that we've conceded Yeah, tonight. definitely, aren't they? So come from a mis- well, two mistakes in it, two defensive errors, realistically. Um, but credit to Brimscombe, they've obviously just been on their toes, haven't they? We said they've obviously got good mobility all around, and they've just come from literally just poaching. So a poach and a poor back pass and a little bit of a defensive mix-up. And then from there, poor touch, nicked in. So as much as obviously you can say, yeah, you know, they're fortunate, credit to them, they've obviously pressed and hassled in that final third. And Bassett obviously haven't lived with it, and they probably deserve to be 2-1 up. Sam Collar is obviously not happy. He's asking why the other one wasn't a penalty, what we were talking about earlier before. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, and it's 2-1 Brimscombe. Thing is with Sam Collier, you know, we know what he's like, and, and you know, he is very passionate about the game and what he's doing. Yeah, but the referee's going to have his mark card. His card's going to be marked now. Yeah, referees, we see it. You know, not not afraid to send, you know, coaches off, book them, and things like that. So, be interesting how this game pans out from here. But with ten minutes to go till the break, Brimscombe lead by two goals to one. And after letting in the, the goal from the corner that was quite soft, really, to then turn around it, you know, be two one up in the fashion they are, Brimscombe will be absolutely delighted with that. Yeah, last 10 minutes, I think it's probably important now that Bassett get into half-time where we are or no worse. Um, I think if they concede another, you could end up obviously with sort of five or six here tonight because um, 
They just look a little bit sixes and sevens at the minute. Bassett not necessarily kind of knowing what to do moving forward now. They are keeping the ball really well. But obviously, as we, you know, with the with the injury to Griffin, they're kind of like a little bit out of sorts now, and they haven't really got that talisman to push it forward to try and get solid possession in the uh, in the Brimscombe half. So they got to try and get to half time, reassess, um, and then obviously have a good start in the second half to try and get back into the game. Obviously, when you were playing as centre half, if you're playing in a team that have let in you know two goals with errors like that, you know glaring errors, you know how important is it as a defensive unit just to stay together here yeah that's massive isn't it you're disappointed because you've obviously had a really good start to go one and up two disappointing goals and now like I said it's all about just getting into half time and reassessing from there so but as players would you be aware of that yeah of course of course you would yeah definitely yeah you know no doubt that would be you know a shout that two or three of the lads from Bassett would have made now let's get into half time let's not you know not concede any further Brimscombe obviously want to be scoring another now because they're on top um, but yeah, definitely be aware of it, and it would be the main shape probably all over the pitch. Um, you just got to make sure that you you know you keep things tight and you don't give them any more chances to score another goal just before the half. As the ball is in the the basket half, head tennis and shooting is flicked on ahead of Turner, who went in. The referee's going to give a free kick against Turner for jumping into his man. But Bassett will need this free kick as a chance to just get their men forward and get their lines forward and just get a bit of relief between the ball and their goal and it's taken quite quickly out to his near side touching field from Moore he offloads to Tommy Aldridge who lays in field to Bampton who swivels looks for options for his right hand side and he gets one over on the far side now with Dobson slipping it down the line cries for a free kick get given wide on the right hand side again the Brimscombe faithful not too happy with that Referee potentially indicating that, you know, two hands on the back is the reason he's given it. But again, you, you know, if you, you would criticise, you know, referees to some extent, you know, especially at this level, the linesmen don't really flag for anything anymore. No, no, I'd agree with that. It's a bit of a pet peeve and it's obviously been the same with Collier as well, with that one side, you know, you're kind of wanting a sort of linesman to be a little bit more assertive in, in sort of areas like that, um, but it just doesn't happen um, for one reason or another. Oh, just look with the penalty. The penalty linesman yeah. puts flag up. Yeah, that's the it. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, from that point, obviously, uh, you know, what I've just said is, is incorrect, but I think it's just a little niggly ones that you want. Um, and, that, yeah, that's certainly one of those. Free kick was punched away by Gav Jones and it's offloaded by Ollie Barnes. Deep in the right corner, Brimscombe maybe just overplaying it slightly. Ricochets off a basset man deep in the corner. They've now got a throw in Brimscombe. Gav Jones saying to his players, look, you know, I've rolled the ball out to you with space in front of you and you've, you've turned back and played it infield. What are you thinking? Yeah, a bit laboured there, a bit laboured yeah. there from Brimscombe. Just the ball inside was a bit laboured. Obviously, give um, Bassett a chance just to close it down. At this level, obviously, that's always going to happen. Again, as much as you, you know, I've just been saying that um, you know Bassett want to try and get to to half time. Credit to them; they've obviously moved forward. They've tried to increase the intensity a little bit more, um, and they're obviously not looking to get to that half time. They want to try and get themselves back into this game level as they go into half time. Both sides just getting a little bit heated. Ollie Pitt thought he was uh, clipped over on that far side. Ball went out of play for a throw in. Linesman didn't give anything. Ollie Pitt not too happy. Ball came in. Pass and then a little clip of the heels from Hardy Price and a free kick's given. 
I think Brimson about not too not too impressed with the decision given. Yeah, I think about ten seconds before you had a sort of similar one on Harley Price, which wasn't given, and then that one was given. So as a player, it's a bit frustrating because you've just obviously been knocked mm. over, and then the same things happen, and he's given it. So it's that consistency that they're probably asking for there. Free kick was headed back out. It's going to be recycled by Dobson. Cuts back onto his left foot. Plays it in towards the edge of the box and it's cut out. Still not fully clear by Brims coming in. A thundered ball forward by Sam Folks. Up towards the halfway line, touching field and then skied up into the air by Dean Turner. Ollie Barnes thinking about the header. He's then jumped into, but ball ricochets to Barnes. Just can't take any control though. As out to his near side, Tom Moore stands up against Folks, looking to cut in field. Folks does well to challenge him. Ball's then spread from left to right, aimlessly really. And it's now calmly with Brimscombe. He can bring it forward down the left, but then a ball forward is quite a quick one. Keeper's going to have to come out of goal. Eddie Cavanaugh's Harley Price was lurking, and that's going to be into the canal behind the fences. Yeah, that one's in the river. Uh, there's a river running past that one, and that one's probably flowing down to seven as we speak. Games have become a bit scrappy. We talked about it earlier, haven't we? Good sort of little, you know, ones and two touches. I've sort of gone out of it now. I think as the intensity's increased, lads are trying to push it a bit bit further forward which is natural I think if you get closed down really quickly you know you start to see really good players that still do the sort of simple things ones and two touch football um, but they've pushed it a bit longer now which is natural um, she's probably just pittering out for half time what I thought now Welsh nips in bit of ricochet away from him hooked away up towards the halfway line such a Gallagher just being lent into won't fall for Brimskirm and Gallagher's retained possession offloaded and the ball forward going all the way into the box should be dealt with by Jack Bartman you feel he just maybe overdoes it and he's given it away deep in that left wing back position played up off a Brimscombe man ricocheted off Dobson out of play and now it'll be a Brimscombe throw in so relief pressure there Brimscombe almost accidentally after almost playing themselves into trouble yeah, he sort of missed a chance to get across in early. Maybe that extra touch that he took down in the corner, uh, that could have been a touch just to kind of get the ball into the middle and, and ask a few questions of the Brimscombe goalkeeper and centre-ass. Decided to take that extra touch and then run out of space and got kind of crowded out of it in the end, really. Ball to Tom Moore, centre of the Brimscombe half. Just held off fantastically well by Folks. Barnes is then beaten to the tackle, but the ball's then played to Barnes on this right-hand side for Brimscombe. Looks to open his legs and just stretch them. Plays it in towards the edge of the box. Touch in field. Just got away from Jack Smith. Pitt was on the left-hand side, but now suddenly Bassett can bring it forward down there. Right, Brimscombe's left, but a pass is a poor one. That's out of play for a Brimscombe throw-in. Both sides there, nearly getting in down their respective right-hand sides. Just a poor touch in the centre there, denying the Brimscombe a chance at goal. Yeah... Good chance from Barnes when it's to try and get down that um, right-hand side. I thought he could have maybe gone another sort of 10, 15 yards. Early, and, he? Yeah, he, tried to, he could have maybe tried to get to the byline because the, the full-back was out of position um, and that would have drawn the centre-half a bit further across. Um, and it just fizzled out, with as you said, with the touch. Um, and then, obviously, uh, a bit of a mishit on the other end from Bassett. Ball's hooked all the way forward from middle of the, the pitch all the way to Bassett's goalkeeper, Eddie Kavanagh. They look to bring it forward with Adam Kokorin. Goes for a ball to that right-hand side. Baxter goes for a header. Slightly late, but it's away. And Bassett retain possession. Offloads infield referee. Slightly hampering the midfield man there, who was Bampton. Bampton then labours on a ball infield and it's slid in from Harley Price. Offload by... 
Turner flicked forward towards Harley Price who will give chase should be dealt with and again a scuff clearance Harley Price trying to nip in but just can't get it under control disappointed if Price just throws his arms in the air knowing that he should have really capitalised on that one poor touch in field and it's now with Tom Moore Moore able to cut in field on his right hand foot goes for a shot from distance always rising and that's harmlessly over the crossbar and Brimscombe still lead by two goals to one as we approach the final 90 seconds or so of normal time in the first half Yeah, it's a bit of a um, sort of speculative effort from there, isn't it? We're talking about it's sort of probably the best part of 30 yards there. Um, you know, sometimes they fly in, but from there, I think, he, like I said, he had a, similar to what we said about Barnes the other end, he had a good sort of five or ten yards that he could have ran into and just trying to commit another centre-half out to get the overload. Um, but yeah, he decided to just take a shot on and it sailed high and wide. Poor kick from Gav Jones has gone straight out of play for a throw-in. And uh, from Tuffley Rovers' game against Cowntown, it kicked off 10 minutes ago. So a 20 past 8 kick-off on a Wednesday night. Your so missus would not be happy yeah, with that. that's Yeah, it's one of those. And it's bad enough in the week when you're kicking off on time at 7.45 because you're probably not getting home until about 11, half 11. That's a, that's a midnight job, which uh, with most players that play in the week, you'll be probably well aware of football insomnia. That's probably going to be about 2 or 3 o'clock asleep time for, for most players, which makes tomorrow morning a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a tired morning back <laughs> at work and it's also half time in the England game England are 0-0 in Poland and here it is Brimscombe 2 Royal Wimbass at 1 Can Bassett just try and force it in the final 30 seconds or so of normal time in the first half it's with Corcoran laser infield Bampton offloads it's uh, all nicey-nicey from Bassett without really doing an awful lot and now they've given it away. Chance to drill the ball forward. Harley Price for the run from Ollie Pitt was coming on the left-hand side. It wasn't. Ball forward was for Jack Smith, really, but he didn't play it. Played it towards an Ollie Pitt that wasn't there. Had a clear from the ball forward out to Tom Moore now. Swept to this left-hand side. Moore cuts back in field. Strike from distance blocked. Ricochets to... Bampton up to the far side and the cross comes in deflection can it be stopped from going for a corner no I don't think it will being kept alive on the byline returned back into the box and it's a poor pass now can Brimscombe deal with it better here up to the right hand side slightly behind Ollie Barnes but he's got time and space to capitalise he's been held up by the Bassett recovering defenders and the ball forward from Bartman's headed in field skips away from Johnny Welsh and Tommy Aldridge is there to sweep it up and carry it in field looking for options has to go back to his centre defenders and again they're overplaying it slightly Harley Price trying to get there against Eddie Kavanagh nearly blocks the ball forward it's a kick straight to Wally Pitt in the centre circle he offloads to Bartman Bartman looking for options ahead of him he's found one sidestep from Welsh and it's ricocheted away can Jack Smith get there ahead of the defender no he can't play forward from Corporan harmlessly all the way through to Gav Jones and with a minute played of stoppage time, potentially could be that for the half. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it's Peter three Knight. Goals, an injury and a couple of things, so it could be a couple of more minutes of additional time here. Long ball forward from Jones. Touchdown from Corcoran into the centre circle. Offloaded towards that far side. Dobson fizzes the ball forward into Selman. Holding up Baxter. 
maybe being hustled and harried a bit too much. Out of play for a Bassett throw, which is taken quickly in field, flicked away. Back out for again for another throw in. Bassett just trying to bring it forward, but yet play quite attractive football. Touch from Kokorin, almost dwells on the ball with a lot of pressure on that back line for, for Bassett. You would say Brimscombe have you know, pressed as a team very well, as, as an attacking unit particularly. And it's caused a couple of errors, which has forced goals for Brimscombe. Head tennis and shoes, and it's flicked on towards Price, who feels he's being jumped into. Referee agrees. And that'll be a free kick. And now, out of nowhere, Brimscombe have a chance to, to potentially add a third before the break. Free kick's going to be from about 40 odd yards, slightly on the left hand side of centre. But the likes of Jack Bartman will be going forward, and he'll fancy this. Last chance he half, probably, so why not have a punt? Is it Ollie Pitt? Looks like he's lining up to take it. It's quite conservative from Brimscombe, really. They've still got four players back. Yeah, that, like I said, is it, you probably think, you'd know that this is probably going to be the last chance of the half, so you could probably commit another one, maybe even four players further um, um, at the back is, is probably well, too Bassett much. Well, only left two up. Exactly, so it's four on two. So, but they're, you know, they're well covered at the back. Um, it, I can't imagine any other than a shot here. Pitt. Floats it towards the back post, towards Welsh. Bartman, Smith was in there as well, but it's straight over all of them. Out of the play for a Whitton Bassett goal kick. Brimscombe still lead those two goals to one as we're fastly approaching the half-time whistle. In fact, it's likely to be imminent. Eddie Kavanagh to take the goal kick eventually. Up over the halfway line, and we still play on here at the meadow. Flicked on up to Gallagher. Just good retention from Gallagher before running into traffic, and it's now half time. So at the break, Wimscombe lead by two goals to one. They started disastrously going a goal behind inside the first 10 minutes or so. And then Alan Griffin went off injured after Jack Smith had levelled the game, making it 1 1. And then a controversy moment where a challenge came in on Harley Price. Referee didn't give him anything, but the linesman on this near side flagged up to say it was a penalty. Penalty was given, and the penalty was dispatched quite confidently by Ollie Pitt in the end. And that's the difference between the two sides at the moment as we go into the half-time break. We're going to go for a break. When we come back, we'll have a quick chat with Kavanagh, uh, comma Luke, that is, in regards to the upcoming FA Cup game at New Meadow Park between Gloss City and Little Long Levens. But at the moment, we're going to go for a break after seeing the first 45s, where it's currently Brimscombe 2, Wilton Bassett 1. And we're back on 7 Sport Wednesday Night Live, currently at half-time with Brimscombe up <coughs> versus Royal Wilton Bassett. Brimscombe lead by two goals to one. But looking ahead to future games going on in the county, you'd have uh, done well to have missed the, the local news, really, that in the FA Cup, second qualifying round, next Saturday, well, next Sunday now, Long Levens of the Hellenic Premier will be playing Gloucester City of the National League North. Now, we've got a, a member of, Gloucester, of Long Levens, sorry, to our right-hand side, Luke Kavanagh. You know, just how big is this for the, for the club? Well, it's massive. Um, literally from, I think, about five past one on Monday when the draw was confirmed. Uh, Craig Martin obviously phoned me to say, you know, we've got Gloucester City at home. The Twitter account probably had about a thousand interactions within about a couple of hours. So it's massive for the club. It's a, it's a great day, obviously, you know, there's a bit of disappointment that the game can't be held at Sawmills, but that won't last for too long, They'll, the players will be ready, 
and uh, I think they'll just enjoy their day in the sunshine playing against um, playing against the city. They they obviously want to try and make a little bit from the gate as well, so that that'll obviously all help. But I think it's just testament for what they've done on and off the pitch so far, not just this season, but up to the, up to you know this what's led to this year. And, and and long may it continue and, and good luck to all the lads on the day who are who are pulling on a shirt but also the lads that are obviously gonna go on the bus and watch it. And obviously, you know, we look at the, the game itself, you know, second qualifying round for Long Levens. You know, for for a team at Hellenic Prem level, in particular a team like Long Levens who, you know, as it's well documented by, you know, the players and everybody on social media that, you know, don't pay for their, their players, there is no budget there. Um, for them to you know, reach this stage of the competition where the likes of Gloss City, your Herefords, your Kidderminster Harriers, for example, are all coming into the FA Cup, you know, just how big of an achievement is that? Yeah, it's, it's a great achievement. I've been fortunate to be involved in sides that have got to a similar stage uh, when I was playing. And, and it's just a massive buzz just around the club and obviously the community associated to the club. I've mentioned finances already, but it's just playing at good grounds against good players. You know, you go into grounds where you know they've got you know fan clubs and everything like that. And they've got you know club shops and everything like that. So it's 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 what it's why people play at this level. You, you probably say tonight it's raining. Lads have been to work. It's not massively attractive. Uh, not only obviously get harder as the weather turns. We get towards kind of Christmas time into when it's freezing cold in January and February. So it's a bit of a slog at times, and to get a, a tie, you know, with one of the big clubs, and if you get to, you know, they're even like you know, God forbid, third, fourth, first rounds, then you know, you're, you're almost like you're a mini celebrity for for a short period of time. So it's, that's exactly why players at this level, um, you know, play football and, and and what they're looking to try and get out of it, really. So it's back out here at the Meadow obviously as we said there Meadow Park will be the destination for Gloucester City versus Long Levens in the FA Cup next Sunday ticket information is going to be released in the coming days by Gloucester City so you'll be able to purchase tickets from gloucestersport.com or .co.uk I think it may be .co.uk apologies for that but here in the next 45 minutes Grimscombe Frupp have got the lead after going to go behind can they keep it can they see this out with the two games they've got this week they've got a game here against Bassett, of course, and they play Westfields on Saturday whilst everyone's in league action, uh, VAR's action. So a chance to reduce the deficit to the leaders is what Sam Pryor will be eyeing up and uh, 45 minutes away from doing exactly that in this midweek contest. There'll be Brimscombe, Brimscombe for up to kick us off, kicking from right to left in this second half. Ollie Pitt on the touchline in front of us here as the ball... He's played and we're underway for the second half, second 45 minutes in uh, what is becoming a bit of a misty meadow. Goals from Jack Smith and this man on the ball, Ollie Pitt. The difference between the two sides at the moment. Pitt's pushed in the back by his own man out of play for a throw-in, but instead it was kept alive. That's now with John T. Welsh. She swivels on the ball and played forward by Ben Snook. It's a bit of a long one and suddenly it's bounced through. Harley Price goes through nearly and just gets it over the goal. I tell you what, Harley Price had the run on the defender there, called Corin. Just tried to take it on the half volley, got it just too heavy over the keeper, over the crossbar, and still two one. What a chance! Oh yeah, what a chance! I don't think he could have. Um, 
I don't think he had to take that on first time there. He probably could have had another touch in. Corcoran was struggling a little bit. He should have won the first header or at least cleared it. And at that point, then you're on the back foot. You're thinking not to foul him, otherwise it's going to be a penalty and a red card. I think Price could have done a bit more there, maybe taken an extra touch, got himself in front of the man. As it bounced, I did generally thought, obviously, someone on, on his form, you know, he got a really good chance of scoring. I think he took it a bit too early, went for the spectacular, and it's a big, big chance for Brimscombe at a real key time in the game to start tucking the game into your back pocket and claiming three points. Um, so, yeah, I'll be disappointed not to score that. Do you think the host will be licking their lips a little bit of just how easy that was? Yeah, definitely. But I think, you know, he's down to kind of the centre-half and that he's an experienced centre-half. He's been around the block a little bit, so no doubt he'll be disappointed that he hasn't actually gone to head it. Um, and he's obviously fortunate that, he, that he's not, it's not, it's not, um, they've not scored from it. So they're still in the game. Um, yeah, definitely a big chance for Brimscombe to try and extend the lead, which they should have taken. Well, Dobson just played the ball into the box there. It was flicked on to Gav Jones, but Bassett was trying to be positive, just not quite tight enough with their passing. Brimscombe still lead by two goals to one now. Have the wind in their sails after an early chance in the second half. Pardy Price will be disappointed as it currently stands that he hasn't scored a goal. He has won a penalty, though, which could potentially be the winner as it currently stands. It's a bit of a poor pass in Fields Ricochet Brimscombe's way on the halfway line out to Ollie Pitt. Now stands his man up, just runs into him. It's a poor touch, really, from Pitt. McCauley Dobson then turns back into Pitt. Challenge 50 50, out of play, and it's a Brimscombe throw in. Great play from Ollie Pitt to keep going and then ultimately win the throw in. But a reminder you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast again. Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport and info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. <coughs> Cries for a foul throw against this man, Baxter, ignored. And he's now headed the ball back forward from the clearance. Jack Smith trying to bundle his way through and it's played up towards the stand here. Out of play for another Brimscombe throw-in. Further up the pitch this time. Just shy of the 18-yard line. Again, a little bit more of a mix-up. Kavanagh came out, Cookhorn wasn't sure whether to leave it or not. Clear as day shout, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah, and stuff like that. You just don't need it. When you're chasing the game, you need to be nice and sort of solid and nice and compact to try and get the ball forward as quickly as you can. What you don't need is to give, obviously, the uh, opposition more opportunities to get crucial possession in that final third and stuff like that isn't going to help. So they need to try and cut stuff like that out to make sure that they're a bit more solid um, and obviously they can then focus on getting the ball up to the other side of the pitch and getting some good possession in their, their, their opposition's half. Chance for Brimscombe flicked on towards Ollie Pitt towards the left hand side it was kind of a half hearted flick on all the way through to Eddie Kavanagh who goes for a side winding kick it's a bit of a poor one straight to Brimscombe on the halfway line and Ollie Barnes has no second invite to charge forward on towards the edge of the box goes for it blocks ricochets away Johnny Welsh calling it Johnny Welsh chips it to his near side fantastic ball from him to Ollie Pitt Pitt crosses it towards the near post side and in the back post is Harley Price just can't get there and start to play for a goal kick but Again, another bit of positive play from Brimscombe. Nearly ends up in the back of the net. Still 2-1 Brimscombe lead. Good build up there. Really good knock from John T. Walsh. He's obviously spotted it out the back of his ear and, uh, and it's a great knock and it's a good cross. Would have been a really good goal actually if Price would have got on the end of it. But he's obviously stretching and it's a wet pitch so it's skidded too quickly for him. What I noticed earlier on though is Bassett a really wasteful in possession um, and it's allowing Brimscombe good opportunities to get good possession in their half. 
and you can't afford to give them too many opportunities because they've already got a couple of crosses into the box which they should have scored from it's Price any more goes into the area and even as you were talking there you said Bassett had been giving the ball away they gave the ball away yeah, on command exactly. as you spoke definitely yeah nipped in from pit towards Price into the area challenge is a, a clean one though and out of play for a goal kick in the end off Price but again, nearly makes it their own downfall. But Bassett, it's, it's yeah, you can see Collier's kind of you can see Collier's picked that up as well. He's coming out and obviously just almost issuing the kind of calm down type arms to try and get everyone to settle on the ball, try and get back into that same rhythm that they started the first half with, where they were getting good possession, getting it past the halfway line, pushing Brimscombe back. Uh, they haven't started doing that in this half. I know we're only kind of a couple of minutes in, but they've given the ball away in a poor area two or three times now, which has allowed Brimscombe to start creating some chances. Good good uh, starting position there from Gav Jones as the ball's played forward up towards his penalty area. He's a good 25, 30 yards out from his own goal to, to clear it under a bit of pressure. But he started quite high, did the goalkeeper. As I said, we, we saw earlier in the pre-season and started the season at Fairford Town. But obviously they have Ben Mitchell back now from injury. Sam Ayres there as well. So, um, you know, as a favour, Gav Jones has come down here for for a while for Brimscombe. That's the old Ash Wintle technique, isn't it? I think that'll ever be known as sweeper-keeper. <laughs> Sometimes there's a mistake in it, though. <laughs> Ball's played to his near side in search of Dobson. Ollie Pitt doing the defending, pushing the back. That'll be a free kick. Sam Collier... Furious, the the free kick's given away so cheaply. Yeah, it's a soft one to give away because Ollie Pitt's facing his own goal, so he's Soon obviously he going to be contact, thinking. He's gonna go down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and he's looking for it, isn't it? He's just got to be a bit more streetwise there and try not to foul. Try and just put him under it. Keep your hands down. As you can, and, and you know, best case side. scenario, try and get a, a, a throw in and good territory into the opposition's half. But Gav Jones has come over to this uh, left-hand side to take the free kick. It's not a great one. Straight out of play for a throw-in. Straight to Dobson, the man who gave the, the free kick away, but also the man who opened the scoring for Bassett earlier on in the piece. Poor touch in from Robinson. It's hooked forward up towards Gallagher. Bounces just midway into the Brimscombe half. Challenge from Baxter. Looks like Gallagher's forced it back to Bampton. Over on that far side now, it is with Chilcott. Plays it down to Moore. On the left-hand side, chance for him to cut in on his right foot. It takes his man on. Tom Moore, quite one-dimensional in how he's been in that fir- the first 45. Seems to be playing on the left-hand side and just a, a player that will cut in on his right foot every single time. Folks stood him up that time and it took to have the play for a Bassett throw-in. Midway into the Brimscombe half over on the far side. He doesn't look confident to try and go outside the fullback no. and get to the byline. And it was just telegraphed them, really, and it was easy for him just to kind of usher him around with his body weight. But Bass is still coming down that far side. They've won a corner through Tommy Aldridge. And this will be a chance. Looks like everyone coming forward and a couple just slowly making their way back to sort of Marshall, Harley Price who stayed forward. But Price is the furthest man forward currently and... Looks like Corcoran just slowly coming back to track him. The corner comes in towards near post header from a Brimscombe man. I think it was Johnny Welsh with the header. And it's now hooked back in towards the back post header down. Header clear by Bartman. Touch from Jack Smith and he tries to offload to Harley Price. It slides in well. And now it's a chance for Ollie Barnes on this near side to stretch his legs up against Corcoran. Can Brimscombe get players in there and ahead of him? Barnes has to chop one way than the other. He's got three red shirts around him. Credit to Bassett. They've got back in numbers pretty quickly. But Brimscombe retained possession pretty well. 
That's now Jack Bartman in the centre circle out to the far side and Sam Folks in field to Dean Turner. A bit of overplay nearly from Brimskin, but they retain possession well down on that far side. Drilled forward into Harley Price, holds off his man, flick round the corner, ricochets clear. Challenge comes in from Johnny Welsh and the referee's given a free kick. Bassin all too happy. Yeah, I think he just got there a bit later than what the um, what the fullback did for Brimscombe, and then he obviously got caught. Well, not, it's, it's a painful one, isn't it? Because the studs are up and everything like that. I don't think there's anything malice in it. He just didn't get there as quick, and and he ended up kind of crashing into a foot that was already there, winning the ball. Well, Sam folks got himself out of the situation pretty quickly, up to the halfway line. Referee's yeah, going to go have a chat with him. There's nothing in it. He's obviously having a little bit of a chat as he goes back to the same position as he ref to saying calm down. But there's nothing in that. He's obviously just gone to win the ball and then the centre half is coming a little bit later than, than what he has. Going back to that first um, corner from Bassett, the ball was played out to the left hand side and it didn't look like he didn't need to head it in. There was two or three men over and no brims can fall back in any any of that area. Could have almost left it out of touch, and then you got a, a really good opportunity to cross or shoot. And then, obviously, you know the, the, the header was poor, cleared, and then suddenly, before you know it, within ten seconds, you're back defending. But you're right in what you're saying. They did get back really good. They get got back in numbers, and and then obviously they got a little bit of a free kick to to try and push the ball forward. Looks like Sam Folks have been booked for a tackle. Referee went to his notebook, which was writing something down. Yeah, that's, didn't that's, see the card being brandished, yeah. but. He's trotting it down there. It's soft, yeah. That is a soft one. That is a soft one. I think the referee's probably thinking in his head that he's got to do something just to try and get on top of. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's a few niggly ones, weren't there, in the first half. A bit of unrest on the benches as well, especially from sort of Collier from Wooden Bassett. So you've got to try and sort of extinguish that a little bit more, and that's probably part of his plan, really, to try and do that. No doubt he may have had a chat if he's been assessed that he's probably missed one or two in the first half that could should have been yellows. So it's, um, it's probably come out just with a, a bit of a point to prove now. Pitt on this near side now. Plays it in field. Bit of a risky one really needlessly, but Bartman's done well. Now over to Folks and Barnes on that far side now. Just rolls his foot over as he waits for support with Jack Bartman. Swinging the ball into the box, header clear at the edge of the area. Bartman thinks about coming in, but a slow tackle stops that. Ball ricochets off Jack Bartman as it was played forward, but Brimscombe retained possession with folks in field to John T. Welsh. She does well just to calm it down before offloading it to that far side. And it's quite smart from Brimscombe again. Price offloads to Barnes. He gets back to Barnes, who's able to just cut in field. Feels he was fouled. Referee says, yes, he was. And that'll be a free kick wide on the right-hand side for Brimscombe and Frutt. Yeah, free kick in my eyes again. Won the ball, but just from the position, and now he's had to come through the man to get the ball. It's a similar one in the first half that we spoke about, wasn't there? I think it was Price who came through, won the ball, but just because of the fact that you've gone through the man to win it, unfortunately, the rest are always going to give it every day. What I'm noticing is Brimscombe obviously have got a lot more possession now. They're moving the ball about, so Bassett are going to have to do a lot more work to try and get this ball back. That's obviously going to take a lot of energy out of them, so they've got to sort of try and get onto the ball and hold onto the ball if they want to try and get back into this game. Otherwise, what you find is with the intensity and the possession that they're keeping Brimscombe, they'll just suck the life out of Bassett and they'll start opening out for more goals for the throw. Free kick, swung in from the right-hand side. Good low catch, really, in the end from Eddie Kavanagh. As we said, experienced goalkeeper. Baxter wins the header from the long ball. We had to win it. 
Otherwise, uh, Bailey Gallagher would have been in on the right-hand side for Bassett. Throw in field. And it's now with Smith. Smith offloads to the far side. Barnes swivels and now Folks. Folks runs into traffic and it's ball forward. 4-1. Tommy Aldridge retaining possession for Wilton Bassett in the centre circle. It's now over on the far side. Infield. And Bassett retaining possession. Aldridge tries to poke it forward, intercepts and it's hooked clear up to Harley Price and Smith's up there as well. Brimscombe offload and they're just getting neat passing from Brimscombe, neat triangles, they're just appearing. That's now with Ben Baxter on this near side. Chance for him to open his legs, get over the halfway line. He's got no real red shirt closing him and he's fizzed it in field to Harley Price who swivelled and swung it out to that far side with Ollie Barnes. Barnes stands his man up, step over and then knocks it through him. Slip from Barnes, but then a poor touch nearly sees Barnes win it back. Hook clear. Only as far as a Brimscombe shirt again. Offload to Welsh. Now Pitt. Centre of the pitch inside the Bassett half here. Goes for a give and go and gets it back. Pitt over on the far side. Wins a free kick. Just maybe saw his missed touch and knocked over. And now Ollie Pitt's just reacted. Sam Collier's fuming. Bassett is fuming. The Bassett player's gone down. Looks like they're saying it's a, a headbutt. Yeah, he just kicked it through. He's, it's the, the ref's got a decision to make here, especially if he's going to go and ask the linesman, because obviously he's not. He's missed one in the first half. Probably I can't see anything more than the yellow card, but all that's happened is that he's tried to stop him taking a quick free kick. He's obviously tried to take the free kick, not kick the ball and kick the man, and he's obviously made the most of it. Um, but yeah, he has got a decision to make because ultimately he has kicked a, kicked a player off the ball. I can't see anything more than the yellow card there, maybe just to even it out, just to kind of, again, extinguish it. It looks like that's probably what it's going to be for Ollie Pitt. Um, but yeah, you know, ultimately they're, they're trying to buy little niggly ones, aren't they? Trying to even it out. You can see that Bassett obviously are trying to get themselves back in the game. They are using a lot of energy to do so. So anything like this, it helps, doesn't it? It slows the game down, puts a yellow card on a man's head, possible red. I don't think it's going to be a red. I think it's going to be a yellow card. Is it one of those um, where if yeah, it was going to be a red it, yeah. card, it would have been out Yeah, away, that's maybe? it. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, but it's all actually little added pressure. Obviously, the, you know, the dugout from Bassett was straight out and straight at the touchline at the referee and little things like that. It slows the game down, so it obviously gives them a little bit of a rest period now. They've obviously got a, um, a free kick in a good area to defend. But it's, it's kind of that gamesmanship, isn't it? Doing everything you can to try and get back in the game. Um, but ultimately, they've got to just, when they get on the ball, they've got to try and keep it a bit better. Because Brimson, we've got the wind in their sails at the minute. Um, and Bassett seems to go in a bit long. It's not really suiting them. They've not got, obviously, the big lad on top now that they can go along into and get good possession. So they've got to try and keep it better in order to um, to get back in this game. And ignoring, obviously, the pantomime that went around, obviously, the... The, the follow-up, you got to remember, it's a chance here for Brimscombe to go 3-1 up. A goal opportunity with yep. a free kick just on the right corner of the box. Harley Price unmarked. Which ricochets straight off the head of the Bassett wall, the one-man wall, but it's back to Wally Pitt, crosses the ball, poor cross in the end, out of play for a goal kick. And it's still 2-1 to Brimscombe up. 
But Bassett just seems to try and sort of G themselves up, trying to find a way just to spark a bit of life and energy into their play. Have to worry on the left-hand side with Moore. Again, it's still right foot from Tom Moore. Yeah, it was an attempt to be positive, wasn't it? You know, yeah. you can see he's trying to be positive, but yeah, he's, you know, when you've not got the confidence down that one side with the one foot, you know, you're always going to have that mental block against you. Obviously, the the fullback knows it, so he's just kind of literally just showing him down the line, and he's he's not he's not slow, so he's able just to kind of capitalise it, get his body in the right position, and and defend it well, and then Bassett are nullified from that point. So, again, good chance here to try and spread it. And keep possession and get get the get the sort of Brimscombe backline moving around. But Bampton's balls just cut out quite easily in the end, really, from Ben Snook, and you know Brimscombe will retain possession. Ball played down the left hand side by Baxter, kept in. No, it hasn't. It the judge should have bounced out. So Bassett will have the throw in just shy of the halfway line. Brimscombe feel that the throw is being taken from a bit further forward than. You know where the ball actually went out. Referees allow him to take it, but it's a poor touch from Bampton in field, bundled into by Jack Smith. Just ricochets from him. And it's now with Gallagher out to the far side to Moore. Moore again just lets it go onto his right foot. Sam Folks reads it. It's, I don't want to sound too critical of uh, Tom Moore, but it's the easiest book Sam Folks has ever read in his life. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, again, same as what we've said before, isn't it? Nice and positive from him, but he's used his body well, folks, there, and just ushered him out it's of it. If you're the defender, yeah, the ball's trickling towards the forward, and you see him open his body up to get it onto his right foot first touch. Yeah, exactly. You know where it's yeah, going. Yeah, definitely. But he's got no answer to it. Yeah. You, you know, if you're not confident with your left foot, that's never going to change within 90 minutes of football. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those where you've got to try and make the best best of it whether he tries to change him and swap the wingers over or anything like that but it, yeah, it does look like kind of that's their best option that they've got out there at this minute in time obviously they'll change it so yeah that is what it is I think they've got to try and find a different way to play rather than almost kind of forcing the one-on-one yeah, between them but they've won themselves a free kick wide on their left-hand side of Witten Bassett this is a golden opportunity to get the ball in that Brimscombe area Swung in deep from the left hand side, runner at the near post. The flag had gone up. I can see it to my right hand side. Looks like offside. Sam Collier will be fuming with that. Chance to put the ball in the box and you're offside. Yeah, he's a striker himself and he went when he was playing, so you know, he'd be wanting to kind of obviously just get the ball in a decent area to attack the ball and edit, and obviously they've not done that. It's a you know, it's a bit of a floaty free kick as well, which is never really helpful for a striker that's trying to get on the end of it. Always helpful that as a defender, if it's floating in, it's lovely because you can get yourself set and, and just attack it. So, yeah, it's things like that obviously won't won't go down too well with him, I would have thought. Jones takes the free kick for Brimscombe, flicked on and then funded away up in towards the Brimscombe half. Gaff Jones thought about coming. He hasn't in the end. And a slip has allowed Ben Baxter to get there. He funders it forward up the left-hand side to Harley Price. Good touch from Price under pressure. And he offloads to Welsh. Welsh has got Pitt and Price to the left of him. It's now with Harley Price again. Goes for a diagonal towards the right side and a slip. They seen Barnes nearly nip in. Poor touch from Barnes. A little bit of a wet ball as well. Ricochets away. Ankle core and hooks it clear. <coughs> give and go attempt. is then cut out by Bartman. Up to Jack Smith. Just nipped in on by the defence. Smith still scrapping for it though. 
uh, Kai Robinson, the man who had won it. And now Bassett tries to come forward down their left-hand side. Good touch in field from Gallagher. Still has the ball and he offloads to Bampton in the centre of the Bassett territory. I'd say I've been quite impressed with the Gallagher when he's come on. He's obviously um, got a you know, big pair of shoes to fill. Um, but he's been neat and tidy. Uh, and I don't think they've used him that much. His, his touch is always quite good. From that point, he kind of had a touch and came in field and moved it on. But he's been real neat and tidy. He's got Bassett some good um, some good possession and he's won a couple of corners. I think they need to try and get, get the ball into him a little bit more and work off him. Yeah, they need to get in and around him. It's quite sort of abundantly clear, really. He, he provides different to what you know Alan Griffin provided while he was on the pitch. So you know, you've got to play to your, your player's strengths. Yeah, he's not got that aerial threat about him, obviously, but what he's done, he's, you know, he's got his body shape right and um, you know, he's not given the ball away too much and, and that, that's something that I don't think they've used as much. They keep pushing it a bit longer and a bit higher and that's going to be no good to the players that got on the pitch now. Brimscombe just struggling to keep possession momentarily. It's now with Bassett with Bampton. Swivels and plays it to the left-hand side and Chilcott. Chilcott's pass forward to... Moore takes a touch and he offloads to the overlapping Aldridge. Aldridge wide on the left-hand side now plays it in field. And again, it's nice and neat from Bassett in a nice attempt to try and slowly get themselves forward. Now with Dobson on the right-hand side, plays it down the right. Maybe you're getting help by the little you know, slope down the one side on the, the Brimscombe pitch. But it's recycled in field to Bampton again. Takes a touch and swings the ball in. Touchdown. Cries for a penalty. Not given. Chance here for Selman to cross and it's behind Moore. And it should be dealt with by Ollie Barnes, who just puts his foot through it. And Harley Price will give checks up against Corcoran. Corcoran can only nod it down. Price is still sticking to him. Corcoran puts it out of play for a throw-in. And Brim's going to manage to get himself good position midway into the Bassett half. Bassett questioning whether that was a penalty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of those, wasn't it? It was good to ask the question. I think it was just a bit of a kind of contact, really. Two men just ran into each other. But based on the first, obviously, one that they got um, given against them, You've always got to ask that question, haven't you? Because, you know, is the ref thinking, oh, I wasn't too sure whether that was a penalty, I've got to level it out in my head. So they're right to ask the question, definitely. Last five's been a lot better from Bassett. They've kept the ball really well. They seem to kind of be settled down a bit more. Back kept into their shape that. a bit there as well. Yeah, but they've just kept it well in the, in the final third. And from there, they move Brimscombe around a bit. Um, and they tend to have kind of gone back to where they've started Brimscombe in terms of um, playing on the counter. Big long balls for Harley Price to to, to run onto, um, and like I said, the next five or ten, if they can keep doing that, Bassett create a couple of chances. They got that one cross that they didn't, they didn't quite get on the end of it. Then uh, it's going to be an interesting game. It's a cliche, isn't it? but the next goal is the most important one. I think if Bassett get it, then you know the emphasis with them. If, I think the, the next goal, if it's Brimscombe, it kills the game for me. Throw in taken to Price who offloads back to Baxter and a bit of pressure here as Baxter but he plays it in field turn from Welsh got options he got space but just dragged it jointly Welsh too much time there he had way too much time didn't he he could have done with obviously someone closing him down he kind of didn't really think about the shot then did think about the shot didn't quite get out of his feet and it was a good block in the end but yeah just too much bit, bit too much time he had already Pitt hooks it up off Dobson and it's hooked up into the air Price comes back to a good first touch, offloads the pit. Price is bundled into as he's played it and wins a free kick. Quite an easy free kick to win in that position. 
Wales ones, uh, Luke, as we've seen in the, the second half, where you know Brimscombe player just feels the contact contact in the back and goes down. Yeah. Free kick's always going to be given in that situation. I said it before, the nice kind of being a bit streetwise with it, but it's frustration. It, you know, they're obviously chasing the ball, they're trying to get hold of the ball, and it's just one of those where you just leave a little bit on something that you don't think obviously most would react to, and it's just good experience from. Um, I think it was Pitt who went down in the end, wasn't it? It's good experience from there. And he just bought it. And it's, it's, it's a basic foul. And, and, yeah, they've given possession away again. Free kick flicked on by Harley Price. Comes free, but it's now with John T. Welsh. Down to Ollie Pitt in front of us here. Offloads to Price, who's with him. Back to Pitt. They're playing it between them, are the, the two Brimscombe men. But then Ollie Pitt's pass is poor. Uh, clearance is a uh, poor one straight to Ben Snook Snook fizzes it in to the right hand side smart turn by the Barnes goes down under pressure that'll be a free kick to Brimscombe and Frepp wide on that right hand side uh, still Brimscombe 2 we're back at 1 live on 7 Sport reminder we're back in commentary action on Saturday Long 11s versus Fairford Town in the FA Vars and we'll be watching Brimscombe next week when they travel to Long Levens based on tweets looks like Harry Kane's just scored for England yeah England won it up Harry Kane 72nd minute I'll tell you what I don't mean to brag but I said to Wally Pitt in a text message and I can prove this to you live on the air I said I'll take the uh, Ollie Pitt and Harry Kane to score double please Genuinely said it as well. Free kick comes into the area. Header comes in from Harry Price. Flag up. But it's wide anyway. You'd ask yourself how on earth he's managed to put it wide. Here's one for you. About 15 minutes ago in the Tuffley Rovers game at Cowan, where Tuffley still lead by two goals to one, there was a sin bin. I don't see enough sin bins at this level, mate. Love a good old sin bin in. Ten minutes just for talking out of turn. But yeah, Tuffley still lead that one by two goals to one. Looks like substitution for Bassett. It looks like McCauley Dobson's the man going off, the man who put them in front earlier on in the piece. I can only think that's an attempt to try and get a fullback further forward. Potentially. It would seem a bit strange to change a fullback unless he's injured. Um, if it's tactical I can only imagine that the chap who's come on now is obviously looking to try and get further forwards and go, on mate. an overlap to, to get an overload down the um, down there left hand side you're the adjudicator I'll take the Pitt and Kane to score Wednesday double please Mystic Butler right there evidence that's time stamped as 7.07 last night oof just no football Ryan just knows football that's what we're learning here ball played down the left hand side for Brimscombe poor clearance has found Ollie Pitt with the header flag up against Jack Smith though from the header forward from Ollie Pitt played quickly from Bassett flicked on towards Selman knocks it in field to Gallagher tries to swivel, trying to create space and offload. Shot comes in from distance. Oh. Bampton with the strike. Good save from Gav Jones. Two strong gloves to palm it over. What you would say is it was down the middle of the goal. Either side, Jones may have been struggling. It was a good hit from Bampton. 
It was quite easy for the keeper. It was quite easy for the keeper. It was a good strike. Um, and again, they'd probably be sort of a little bit more uh, encouraged that they've managed to get a shot and, a, and an effort in goal. Similar to what we've been saying, because they've kept the ball well in that half, there's always going to be chances. So they've got to be a bit more patient when they get into the final third, because there are chances if they can move the back four around a bit more. Corner headed away at the near post. Should be cleared by Snook and is. Harley Price coming deep again to win possession. It's then Bundleover and wins a free kick. I can tell you what, Luke. Harley Price tonight has been very good at that. Coming back from cleared set pieces and winning those fouls to just get Brimscombe further up the pitch, he's been very efficient in that way. Yeah, he has done well. Obviously, you want that from a striker to obviously work at both ends of the pitch. I'm sure if you asked him that he probably won't be too fussed about that. He'd want a goal to his name. So, um, you know, the next sort of 20 minutes or so, he'll, he'll probably want to try and get that for the uh, for Brimscombe to put the game to bed. But they still lead as they currently stand. Be a big win if Brimscombe were to see this one out. Bassett, who are flying as Pitt nips in on the left-hand side. Chance here for Pitt to cut it back towards Smith, who was in there. Cleared Price then doing another good job of closing down the clearance. And so play for a throw-in. 15 minutes to go here at the Meadow. Brimscombe lead, two goals to one. Big win this would be going into Westfields away on Saturday where a win would reduce the gap to Cribs to two points at the top of the Hellenic Premier table. But a long way to go in this one yet. And anything can happen. More offloads on that far side and the ball's played in field. More back outside. Brimscombe threw the ball, went out of play. Referee and linesman say no, but it's cut out anyway and switched this near side beautifully. Ollie Pitt has time and space to just take it down take aim and take stock of the situation Baxter down the line to Wally Pitt again he's again got time to do a turn on it and now Harley Price he offloads in the centre to Dean Turner he can now run forward with it out to the right hand side Nolly Barnes Barnes has got Smith in the middle with Harley Price arriving Barnes step over one way then the other just trying to create a bit of space pulls it back to the edge of the box to Johnny Welsh takes out his feet thought about a shot Welsh is going to go for it left footed low good save Eddie Kavanagh Loads to his left hand side yeah, it's opened up a lot more now isn't it it's probably what we said the um, the left back that's come on for Bassett he uh, was really advanced there so I think it is a tactical change for him to try and get down he looks like he's left footed it's a bit of a poor cross in the end but he got himself into a good position uh, and Brimson were doing well on the counter attack I think they're getting some good space in between the lines the, uh, the Bassett back four being pushed off a little bit more and obviously because they're trying to get back into the game the midfield are trying to stay high up at the pitch so it gives them a lot more space in between the lines so you can probably expect uh, you know a few more chances moving forward from, from Brimscombe in, in that little space between the back four and the midfield four Looks like a substitution for Brimscombe Frupp I think potentially could be Ollie Pitt going off yeah it is Ollie Pitt's going to go off to be replaced by I think it's Luke Brunston coming up Pitt gives the captain's armband to Dean Turner Pitt who as it currently stands is the winning goal led from the front as uh, Ollie Pitt you'd say and it looks like a substitution as well for Bassett Selman's going to be going off it was um 
Mac Bowman that came on earlier for Bassett. So yeah, Luke Brunston's on for Grimscombe and Frupp. Just looking to see who's come on for Wooten Bassett. Struggling to believe that Hugh Verona may not be getting a game, but could be the case. Yeah, we've got one more sub to make, so uh, we might not be seeing his annual appearance. And is Gio Verona to actually come on? Delighted with that. Oh, yes. My yearly Gio Verona catch-up. What can you do for the final 15 minutes of the game? We'll find out. But Bassett bringing forward down the left-hand side. Cutting field by Verona. And it's driven through. A little bit of pocket of space for more. And it's now out to this near side. Yeah, Moore seems to have gone a bit more central now. Now they've got that sort of higher left back. Seems to have moved inside one. So let's see if that can make a bit more of a difference for Bassett. Shieldcott's ball forward. Just intercepted by Dean Turner. And now Brims can bring it clear. Turner offloads back to Bartman. Bartman fizzes it to the halfway line. Touch it away from Harley Price. But it ricochets off him off the clearance. That's now with Wooten Bassett through Bampton and he offloads to Robinson and ship forward down the right hand side for Brimscombe now Price holding up his man and just holding the ball up looking for white shirts to join him goes for a back heel our play for a Brimscombe throw in ball's where Brimscombe need it at this moment in time yeah last 10 so big 10 minutes coming up I think um, Brimson's going to still push for that equaliser, but I think the longer the game on goes on, they've got to try and kind of really shut up shop at the back, and then they'll look to try and probably go a bit longer, a bit more on the counter-attack and get them turned. Um, Bassett, again, the sort of last five minutes, they've been gone back to kind of chasing the ball a bit more, so they've got to try and get back onto the ball, they've got to try and get into high areas, um, and then you know, we could be in for a bit of a grandstand finish if that's, uh, if that's the case. Well, Brimscombe were eyeing up another substitution. Disappointed they weren't able to take it this time because the throw was taken quickly. Bassett looking to bring it forward and start to play for another throw in. They want to take it quickly again to prevent the substitution taking place. They've done that. It's now with Bampton to this near side to now playing at right back is Chilcott. Chilcott offloads and it ricochets away. Chance comes in from Brunston, played forward towards this near side, out of play. For a Bassett throw in. Brimscombe thought it was theirs. Referee's going to stop the game. Look like to allow Brimscombe to make the substitution. They can't quite get that kind of that touch in, into the high line position, Bassett. Every time they've the got in, they've, not there, yeah, they've tried to kind of push it into a centre forward and they've been edged out or it's been a poor touch or a poor pass. And until they get that sorted, I think Brimscombe are going to have. Um, you know, have an easier last 10 because uh, they can't quite seem to sort of settle the ball in the final third. Davison to Bowman, and it's now with Davison from distance. Thinks about it, shot blocked. Can Smith get there? He can't. That's all the way back to Eddie Kavanagh. Plays it long towards this near side, flicked on with a decent header, and now suddenly a chance for Verona. Lays it into the box, should be dealt with, and it's cleared straight against Verona, and then funded away by Sam Folks on the cover up into the uh, top of the hill to our right hand side. And that nearly was messy. Yeah, Route 1 stuff, wasn't it? It was a good, um, whether he meant it or not, I think he did, he did look for it. It was a good knock by Kavanagh, a good flick on, and then it got Verona in. Um, the, the ball wasn't quite 
sort of where he wanted to go. It's a good area, uh, but no one quite sort of running onto it. But sometimes it shows you how simple it is, and that you try and play a lot of football, and you can't quite get in. And the route one suddenly you're in. So who knows? Brimsham still biding their time, waiting for the perfect moment to make that substitution. Bassett will play on with the throw-in. Davison will leave it for Chilcott. Chilcott throws it down the line. Ricochets away from Moore and hook clear up towards Harley Price. He holds off two men as back with Corcoran. Lays it to the left-hand side. Bunton. Not down. Bassett won a handball on the edge of the Brimscombe area. Not given. Played down the line. He decided he was able to keep possession. It's ricocheted off a Bassett man. I'll play for a goal kick and you reckon this will be the time for Brimscombe to make their second change of the evening. I think it's going to be Harley Price going off to be replaced by Jay Underwood. Yeah, must be a defensive one, isn't it? Anything other than that. So that tells you everything about it. I think you can obviously just leave Jack Smith up, up on his own. With Ollie Barnes, of course, to yeah, just provide that Yeah, that's width, it. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit more width or, you know, maybe in a 10 um, just to kind of get any scraps down. And then they'll just probably try and shut up shop now. Keep the space between the lines really tight. Um, so they'll make it difficult for Bassett to make any, chan- uh, to make any chances. So it's... The onus on Bassett really for the last 10 what you would say is that you know, Harley Price couldn't have given any more on that pitch this evening without scoring a goal worked very hard didn't get his reward in the end but you'd be happy with his performance you reckon yeah definitely I, I don't think he will I think if you asked him obviously the strikers judge themselves on goals don't they so he's not scored tonight and that's obviously what he'll judge himself on but you know from, from our point of view yeah he's worked really hard he's done everything but score hasn't he really I think that first chance, first sort of minute or so into the second half, he'll be disappointed about that he didn't take on and, and put them under a bit more pressure. Uh, but hey, you know, you're not going to score every week. So yeah, it's a good performance. And, um, you know, ultimately, if the team win 2 1, then he'll be happy. What he would say is at the moment in time, he's, you know, part of the reason why Brimscombe are ahead, winning that penalty. Yeah, definitely. In that first half, and it's a poor pass into his own box. Rona plays it across. Good hands from Gav Jones. Who, to be fair to him, gives this defence a bit of a roasting for that. It's a poor pass in field. Yeah, I think you know I would sort of describe this sort of performance from Brimscombe is they've got a good result without actually playing that well, and what's got them that result is just their pure work rate. Um, you know, when we, when Long Levens came here at the start of the season, I think it was the same thing. You know, Long Levens gave some sloppy goals away, but credit to Brimscombe, they worked their absolute socks off from the first whistle to the last whistle, well, and that is say, ultimately what got them the result. Maybe forcing the errors. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I just, I think, I don't think Wooten Bassett have been actually that bad. I thought they've, you know, they've knocked it around really well in spells. Brimscombe have as well, but I think just their mobility and their work rate and their enthusiasm and intensity. You know, has has got them across the line at this at this stage. You know, they've 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 got themselves on the end of a um, a poor back pass, and obviously that you know they've nicked in to get a penalty, um, and uh, you know that's where we are now. As Brimscombe just trying to retain possession, almost overplay it, but it's now falling away. John T. Welsh, Welsh, looking for options to his left ahead of him. He had Luke Brunston against three red shirts, so it's now with Baxter to Brunston skips underneath his foot and it's now with Wooten Bassett in field it's a poor one from them it's now with Ollie Barnes who's found his south central he then bundles into Tommy Aldridge on the halfway line and a free kick's given 
Sam Pryor and the Brimscombe front bench not too happy. Bassett not too happy. They tried to take the free kick about five yards too far ahead. And the referee's obviously pulling it back to say, look, it was right on the halfway line. You know, the line is a marker. You try to take it ahead of it. Yeah, I think obviously Bassett aren't happy because they had that overload and they Bassett aren't happy because they could have got the ball forward. And ultimately he's probably taking, he's t- as you can hear probably from the background, he's taking it from the original position anyway. Kavanagh plays it. It's quite a straight one. Header comes in from a Brimscombe man, falls away of Bullman. Still not fully clear and then the header follows. Can Brimscombe get their note? It's played forward. Out to the far side. Verona trying to just work a bit of magic. Looks like he's overworked it. It's gone out of play for a Brimscombe ball. And now suddenly it's a Eruptions, bit of eruptions. Yeah, it was always going to happen. I think he was just sat on the ball. Too keen, obviously, to try and get it because, um, you know, they're two one down and actually it's been, um, it's been extinguished quite quickly. That, that had the makings of a 10, 15-man brawl, but it's been extinguished quite quickly now. Lovely bit of a flare-up with three and a half minutes to go. But Bassett have a throw-in into the Brimscombe area. Headed clear at the near post. He sits down and funded away up towards Smith, who's going to try and put himself between the ball and the man. Wins the throw-in for Brimscombe, just inside the Bassett half, and it allows Brimscombe just to push further up the pitch and retain their space and withhold and withstand Bassett. Brimscombe still lead two goals to one thanks to Ollie Pitts penalty and Jack Smith and it's now Smith on the turn chance if he can slip it in to the right hand side cut back it's going to fall the way through is it played to Johnny Welsh with a shot blocked now out to his left hand side Welsh is going to get there from the block to Brunston Brunston tries to get past his man runs straight into traffic good challenge from him referee says no that'll be a free kick a little bit of uh, verbals afterwards again and Eddie Cavanagh is going to take the free kick. Chance to get the ball forward. Again for Wilton Bassett. He plays it long. Baxter against his man. Baxter doesn't get there. Moore does. Infield to Gallagher. Good play from Dean Turner to get himself between man and the ball. And then just hooks it into the corner. Cavanagh is going to have to go running from right side to left side of his box to retain possession. Final two minutes of normal time. Long ball forward. Header from Baxter, the left back. Fantastic to get there. Hook back forward. Touchdown by Ben Snook. He's just going to play it into this right back channel for Bassett. He's going to have to deal with it. Here's Davidson all the way back to Kavanagh in his own penalty area. Kavanagh seeing a lot of chances to put the ball forward, but it keeps coming back. Ben Snook wins the header once, and then Jack Bartman thunders it forward with a volley all the way to Eddie Kavanagh on the edge of his own box. He's let it run across him. It nearly skipped off the turf. Yeah, I don't know why. He, yeah, I thought he might have taken that, tried to take a touch there, but he sort of let it bounce. So, you know, it's exactly the same outcome as it is. But Kavanagh wins the header again from Bartman. It's now offside, just against Dolly Barnes. I think he was just a step yeah, into a the Bassett half. Seems a bit Sunday league at the minute, and it's smashing it forward. They're not. They're not going to open Brimscombe up. Yeah. Lovely bit of theatre to watch. Yeah, they're not going to open it up. They need to get the ball down and and, and play. A, they won't score like this. Um, they need a ball carrier. They yeah, need someone just to carry that ball yeah, into the Bassett half. They're almost going to do themselves a disservice trying to play like this in the last. Um, Kavanagh last plays couple it of in. minutes. Brunston just trying to do that ball carrier, and he looks like he's going to do it. Brunston carrying it away on the left hand side. Referee's giving a free kick for handball. 
I think the linesman's flagged. It looked like the sort of Brinskin slope kind of tripped him up there. There's a little bit of a dip. But referee indicated handball. The 18-yard box. And it looked like he sort of dipped into there and, and lost his footing. Massive chance here. Tommy Aldridge is going to take a free kick wide on his left-hand side. Uh, right-hand side, sorry, for Wilton Bassett. Eddie Cavanaugh almost looking over to the, the Bassett bench saying, look, can I go up for this? England 1-1 by the sound of it. Into stoppage time here. Referee going to speak to a couple of players, one for each team for a bit of jostling. Tommy Aldridge just eyeing this free kick up though wide on the right hand side he's whipped it towards the back post Gav Jones thought about coming hasn't come that's out of play for a goal kick yeah, it's a tiny bit of a waste like there isn't it it is tiny you, you kind of want to yeah it's a difficult well it's not a difficult ball but it's a it's a tough one to try and put in the right area there he's just overcooked it and it's just gone out the back easy for Brimscombe obviously they've had a lot of um, players committed in at the front post and the uh, the middle of the goal there and he's just overcooked it straight out the back well it, it, obviously it is, it is frustrating because that's probably likely the, the, the last chance that they may get I think what are we now 45 minutes in so maybe a minute or so to go and now suddenly headed forward sees Brimscombe with Ollie Barnes on the edge of the box shot blocked by his own man the flag's gone up It was Luke Brunston that blocked the shot by Ollie Barnes. The chance then fell to Jack Smith who hit the post, but the flag had gone up anyway. It would have been elementary if he had put it in. Be fuming. Be fuming if Ollie Barnes there. Shift it very well onto your right foot. Yeah, he's got a Eddie Cavanagh's ball forward's not the best, and it's managed to bounce a couple of times before being half volleyed up into the air. Touch by Chilcott goes for a give and go on this right hand side. He doesn't quite get the go, but he does now. Chilcott thought about going forward. He's just being held up by Brunston. That's played in field by Robinson. Hooked forward by Bullman. Header in from a Brimscombe shit. Still ricocheting around before being funded clear by Ben Baxter. And they could be 2 on 1 here. Scuff from Bullman over his own head ahead of Ollie Barnes. Diagonal forward again. Header on the edge of the box by Bartman. Flick forward by Brunston over Barnes and now it's half volley forward by Welsh. Jack Smith will give chase. <coughs> Out of play for a throw in though. Ref's indicated another minute, so looks like we're going to get one more minute of action. It's just going to be two or three big kicks now, big lumps from um, from Bassett, and see what happens. But Brimscombe are dealing with it quite easy. It's, this is exactly what you want, really, at this time for a centre centre half. It's just a big big lumps on there. There's no big lad there. I think if Griffin would have been on at this point, then you can understand it. But yeah, they're dealing with it quite comfortably. Well, Never chance. We... Maybe I think Cavanagh's coming up for this one as well. Maybe he's going, or he's going to take the free kick. Well, you would say is we have played three minutes of additional time. Yeah, yeah he did indicate to the um, to his assistant that he might add another minute on, so it's probably about 30 seconds to go now. Ball floated in, flicked away, and Brunston will play it clear. And now suddenly, Calvin is going to have to come across against Smith. Smith blocks him off on the halfway line, and there goes the full-time whistle.
The ball trickles towards the basket goal. Grimson have won the game by two goals to one in the end. Jack Smith levelled it before Ollie Pitt from the penalty spot just before half-time break after going 1-0 down. They've seen it out. They've managed to withhold the basket pressure. Gav Jones had to make a couple of saves without anything too strenuous. But a good win for Brimscombe in the end. Luke, sum that game up for us. And, and you know, it's your choice tonight to pick man of the match. Were there any standout players for you? Uh, summary of the game, I think it was, yeah, it was, a, you know, it was an even Stevens game, wasn't it? Obviously, Bassett will be disappointed by the 10 minute spell in the first half that, you know, saw them concede two goals. Um, easily avoidable goals for both of them. Second half, obviously, just petered out, really, didn't really kind of have too many sort of issues to talk about, bar, the, you know, the odd scrappy bit here and there. Um, like I said, I think Brimscombe have won the game just through their work rate and intensity. Um, I think Sam Folks, who played right back for Brimscombe, for me, would edge it. I think he's obviously done everything well today. Um, nullified their, their attacks down the left-hand side. And um, for me, obviously, being a defender in Defenders Club, got to give it to him. Literally didn't hear what you said there. Who gave man match to? Apologies. Sam Folks, right yeah, back, Brimscombe. I think he had a good game. Defensively sound. Defenders Club. Um, Standouts for me, I think Ollie Pitt and Harley Price, just for work rate alone, um, you know, really did. A, you know, sometimes you, you defend better with from the front, really, and that was a, the, the you know, prime example of that. I think Dean Turner and Johnny Welsh grew into the game as a midfield duo, and you know, initially in the early goings, maybe Bassett dominated the midfield three, but when Turner and, and Welsh were able to get a foot in, they were able to to really have a good influence. And bear in mind, I hadn't seen him before. I thought Ben Baxter, the left-back, played, played well. Looks like a youngster. Yeah, came, um, came into it well the second half. Yeah. But yeah, he dealt, dealt with a lot of the stuff that came down his side. He wasn't really in it the first half, but I don't think Bassett went down that side too many times. Second half, definitely kind of a lot more stronger. But yeah, for the point, 90 yeah. minutes, I think, you know, Sam Folks had, you know, his man, Tom Moore, at an arm's length the whole time. And I think yeah. he, he prime example of how to defend against the wide man, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and ultimately, Brimson have gone down a goal early on and they've, they've brought it back, haven't they, if you see what I mean. Against, obviously, a side that at the start of the evening was above them. Um, so they'll be happy with that. Obviously, going into Saturday against Westfields away, big game. Um, you know, and they'll, they'll only be looking up from that point of view. Well, you think with the FA Vars in action for everybody else, you know, Brimson could potentially close the gap at the top to two points. Yeah, it's always an old cliche as well. You want to get the points on the board rather than the games in the bag, isn't it? So um, I think that was obviously one game in hand that they had over Wilson Bassett. Saturday obviously will be another one. Um, so that will be seven games. I think um, Cribs have played the same amount as well. So, you know, they haven't played each other yet. So that will obviously be a bit closer to, you know, when they do play each other. And I think, that, you know, it's quite even. Like I said, I always say about Brimscombe, they're hard to beat here. Um, and they've got good intensity. So, to, you know, especially here to do that, you've got to match that before you even get, you know, anywhere close to them. So I think, you know, they'll beat a lot of teams here. Um, and that's, that's a fact. Well, what you would say is, you know, it's another win for Brimscombe and up against Wooten Bassett. The, the streak continues. That's it, yeah. Still yet to see a Wooten Bassett win at the Meadow. So, um, yeah, not, not obviously looking to sort of rub salt into the wounds. But, yeah, um, another, another win at home for Brimscombe, isn't it? So, yeah, there we go. Well... That was a fantastic advert for Atlantic League football, as always. We're back in action on Saturday for Long Elevens versus Fairfield in the FA Vitals, so join us for that. Um, but keep up to date with all that's going on on 7sport.co.uk throughout the week. 
Um, but yeah, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you on Saturday. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.